live from America. We're listening to the Hip Hop Patriots. from America with Jeremy Harrell. I love you all and I thank you for this opportunity to talk to you. I love hearing your stories. America is far from dead. America is alive. America is here. Even the Democrats are waking up to the dead end destructive policies of Joe Biden. The deepest level of worship is praising God through the pain. That, ladies and gentlemen, is a stand up, God fearing, God loving thing to do. What a great thing. I love you guys. Remember, there are right ways and wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall. Keep your shoulders back. Keep your chest out. Keep your head up high. Welcome to Live from America, everybody. God bless you, and thank you for joining in. Hello, 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 everybody. It's good to have you here tonight. God bless you again, just like that open uh, that introduction said. God bless you. It's good to have you here, and thank you for joining in. You are locked and loaded right here. On LFA TV, live from America, and I am your ever-so-humble, God-fearing, and God-loving host of the show, Jeremy Harrell, the hip-hop patriot. Broadcasting, as always, live from the Live Free or Die Granite state of New Hampshire, and it's a pleasure and an honor to be here with you every single day. Wow, wow, wow. What a uh, what a last couple of years we've had, and who knows what the next couple of years holds. But I do know something. I do know something that most people would not admit. I know that mo- something that most people don't know, and that's the fact that even the Democrats... No, ladies and gentlemen, that we uh, that we're, we we've already taken it, but that we will be taking the house. I don't know if anybody saw the title of this video. If you haven't, just scroll up real quick. It says three more New York sleets flip red, and we're at two fifteen of two eighteen, baby. Let's keep pushing. We only got three more to go. They're only at two oh one. Let's go, LFA family. Now. I've got a heck of a show lined up for you guys tonight. I wanted to play a cold open for you, but I wanted to at least introduce uh, for all the newcomers. Thank you for joining in. God bless you. Thank you. Please rumble the video. Like the video. If you are new to the channel, new to the show, stick around for a little bit. I am willing to bet that you're going to like what you hear. And uh, if, if you do, please give a like, a rumble. That's what we call it here. We're rumblers, okay? Not YouTubers. We're grown men. Go to look and watch uh, makeup tutorials. No, no. This is rumble, ladies and gentlemen. And that's just exactly what we do here on LFA TV. Having said that, let's go right now to the video that I was going to play for you here in this cold open. You're going to love this, ladies and gentlemen. This is Joseph Robin at Biden admitting very openly what we all know. And that is that they're not going to have the House votes to do anything like codify Roe v. Wade. I mean, codify abortion, I should say. Check this out. This is Joe Biden admitting what we all already know. Here we go. Oh, you you there, Joe? There it is. I don't think they can expect much of anything other than we're going to maintain our positions. I'm not going to get into more questions. I shouldn't even answer your question. Yeah, you shouldn't answer that no, one. No, huh? I don't think. Hold on. I, I, I don't think there's enough votes to codify unless something happens unusual in the House. I think we're going to get very close in the House, but I don't. I think it's going to be very close, but I don't think we're going to make it. Thank All right, you. thank you. So there you go. We're not going to make it. I don't think we're going to make it unless something dire happens. No, you aren't going to make it. You already didn't make it. It's already, it's already uh, officially 215 to 201. You don't make it. 
Why do you think they're holding back Lauren Boebert's results, ladies and gentlemen? Just shut up. Go back to your basement. It's over. You're not going to... Look, in order to have enough votes to codify anything in the House, you just need a simple majority. It's not like the Senate. It's not like where they need 60 votes. It's not like they need to reach a milestone in order to get it. You just need majority. So numbnuts right there said exactly what he said he shouldn't have said, and that's we're not going to be able to do it. You're going to be able to codify after, after the midterms? No, we're not going to have the votes in the House. That means they don't have majority. He already knows it. He already knows it. Now, uh, I've been on the phone all day long with people in Arizona. Ben Berkwam, hopefully we got him coming on tonight. Wendy Rogers, Mark Fincham. I even tried to get Mark Fincham on tonight. He may pop on. I'm not sure. But I want to go and I want to play this clip from, for you from uh, when Randy, Wendy Rogers was on Charlie Kirk's show. I want, I want you to listen very carefully to what she says, okay? I want you to listen very carefully to what she says right here. Let's play that clip. Here we go. So I have a question. All of the ballots really are counted, you're telling me. Yeah, they've already processed all So this. they know the answer. Yeah, they know the answer. There you go. So if you're conducting psychological warfare against your enemy and you want to deflate her victory and her ability to project, mm-hmm. you're going to string this along. If you know that she's going to eke it out, you're going to string this along to make her look weaker by the day so seeds of doubt among the team. Her people, yeah. I mean, this is art of war. If you've right. re- if you've read right. Su- Sun Tzu, yes, this is exactly it's 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 one of the chapters. It's where you're going to be at, right? Right. All right, let's cut out. So the there cha- you go. I, I'm, I'm, there you go. They just confirmed Wendy Rogers is a state senator. And by the way, Wendy Rogers sent me a text message the other day. Hold on, you guys are going to like this. Hold on. Wendy Rogers sent me a text message. Uh, a couple days ago, and uh, and this is I wanted her to come on tonight, but she's not going to be able to make it on tonight. So then I asked Mark Fincham, and we're, like I said, we're trying to get Mark Fincham on, um, but come on here. She has been appointed as chair of the Arizona Senate's election committee. She said Arizona will now get its house in order with Governor Carrie Lake to ratify election integrity bills via special session come July or January 2023. So Wendy Rogers in the state Senate has been appointed the chair of Arizona's Senate's election committee. That is huge, ladies and gentlemen. That is absolutely enormous. And she just she said on Charlie Kirk's show. So wait. They know the answer? Yes, they know the answer. So uh, let me ask you this question. There's only two reasons, and only two reasons, why if they know the answer, they're not telling you the answer. Because if, if it was for Katie Hobbs, you can bet they would be dragging Carrie Lake through the mud right now, figuratively and physically, probably knowing these evil people. They would be dragging her through the mud right now if they already know the results and Katie won. So that leaves only one other, one other logical reason, folks. They're either waiting until they get more ballots. Come on, let's get those in quickly, quickly, quickly. Or, or they're delaying the inevitable. Why? Art of war. Art of war, art of war, art of war. She says they already know the outcome. Charlie said they already know the outcome. Mark Fincham said they already know the outcome. They're done counting. They're not releasing. Why? Get more ballots. Get more. Ba- that's 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 what I feel. That's what I believe. Get more ballots. So anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's where we are right now. And um, 
I do want to read an email for you, and I want to let you know tomorrow we'll be raising money for uh, some more LFA family members. We're going to be releasing uh, uh, some of the, uh, the Slurp Fund as we're now over $60,000 here this year helping out each other uh, for Cami Coates and Diane Budzillo, okay? And I'll tell you why tomorrow. But um, Diane Budzillo and Cami Coates, we are going to be raising money for uh, tomorrow. And uh, I had an email here for you. Hold on. Uh, this is it right here. Uh, urgent prayer request, ladies and gentlemen. Urgent prayer request. Uh, pray for cousins, um, Lydia Kaufman's cousin, Seth. Uh, he was in a scooter accident on November 5th, and he's in critical condition right now. But he's improved little by little, but still not out of the woods. Okay? Um, so, ladies and gentlemen, all day he had uh, ICP brain pressure. The other day he was talking about. Um, so, so, just pr- please pray. Please, please pray. For, for Lydia Kaufman's cousin, um, cousin Seth, uh, because he's going through some tough times. I know a lot of people are going through some tough times. I know people got surgeries coming up. I know people are, I mean, I've, I've seen people in the prayer chat or in the prayer or the chat tonight asking for prayers. Folks, let's just all continue to keep each other um, lifted up. Let's all continue to keep each other in each other's prayers. Because look at that, look at DeAndra, she came home, and that's good, and she's doing well. That's good, ladies and gentlemen. That means prayer is working, and prayer's working with this election, too. You just got to understand where to look and when to look, okay? Um, I'm just looking at uh, emails coming in. Ladies and gentlemen, we've got an update. I just got an email. Nope, I just got a text message. I just got an update. We're doing a recount in my election here in uh, District 6 in New Hampshire. So we are doing a, uh, and not a recall, excuse me, a recount. There's been a recount demanded in the state representative district six region, which is my race. Uh, I only lost by 1%, by the way. I lost by 1%. Scotty said he got his check today. Amen. So I, uh, I think I have the right to be there during the recount, even with attorneys. Uh, I don't have attorneys because I ain't got it like that. Uh, but I, 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 I just want to keep you guys updated uh, on what's going on in my race. There is an official recount that's happening, and uh, I will keep you updated on where that goes. Again, I lost by 1%, okay? Just by 1%. So... We got a lot of things happening here. We got a lot of things moving. Let's go to the Lord right now as we've got a lot to go cover tonight. And hopefully we can get Ben in here in a little bit. He's on the ground there in Arizona. Um, Charlie Kirk had breaking news. Whose votes went through tabulators are being told their votes have not counted yet. Oh, we're going to get to that. We're going to get to that. Uh, November 14th, Year of Our Lord. If you're just joining in and you're new to the channel, thank you very much. Please stay tuned. We got a lot to cover and we got a lot of good guests hopefully coming in tonight. And... um, Please rumble the video. The best way to face yourself is to remember that you are constantly clothed in my robe of righteousness. Not Trump's robe of righteousness. Not Biden's robe of righteousness. Trump's, uh, God's robe of righteousness. I have no illusions about what lies beneath that pristine garment of salvation. Nonetheless, what you most feared to expose is no match for the power of my radiant presence. Amen. Collaborate with me as I work on growing the gifts I planted in your soul. From Zephaniah 317, it says, The Lord your God is with you. He is mighty to save. He will take great delight in you. He will quiet you with his love. He will rejoice over you with singing. And from Psalm 13, 5 and 6, But I trust in your unfailing love. My heart rejoices in your salvation. I will sing to the Lord, for he has been good to me. 
He has been. He's good to all of us right now. We're all here together, ain't we? We're all here together. And before you turn out the light tonight, entrust yourself into my capable care, asking me to transform you according to my plan. You can clearly see who's in control there, and it doesn't have a, an, a Republican or a Democrat in front of it. It is God Almighty, ladies and gentlemen. Unbelievable. Here we go. Let's go to the Lord in prayer. Uh, if you're new to the show, we do the Lord's Prayer before we start the first and foremost section, which is our main new, our, our beginning of our new show. So please join with us if you know it, saying, say it along with us, okay? Our Father, who art in heaven, hallowed be thy name. Thy kingdom come, thy will be done, on earth as it is in heaven. Give us this day our daily bread, and forgive us our trespasses, as we forgive those who trespass against us. Lead us not into temptation, but deliver us from evil. For thine is the kingdom and the power and the glory forever. Amen. The power and the glory forever. Amen. Before we start tonight, I want to do this from now on so you guys have a good idea what's going on in that chat. Just in case uh, you, uh, you're not involved in the chat, there we go. There is the LFA TV Rumble Chat. As you see, Lisa Nakan is in the building. She says, as it is in heaven, forgive us of our trespasses. God bless you, girl. Got another check coming to you very shortly. We've got Terry Sue, 55, is in the building. Scotty, 17, is in the building. He just got, uh, apparently, I believe he got a new job and he got his check. Unbelievable. Way to go, way to go, way to go, LFA family. Lynn Furr is in the building. Rena, 11, how are you? Barb, good to see you. Race Mom, Bad Moon is in the building. Everybody, look at you guys. Why is Getter not working? Because we are not live streaming on Getter at the moment. Uh, Hextail says, Hextail says, you inspired me to read the Bible. Good. That's the best thing that you could ever, ever be inspired to do. Sundog says, Jesus is coming very soon. I agree, and I cannot wait for that day. Look at all these wonderful people. Nolan Wallace is in the building, folks. We will pop this chat up every now and then. Thank you for the rumble rants that come in each and every day. They do keep our producer, Eli, employed. And not only that, They also go out and they uh, make up the $60,000 plus that we've already sent out to help our LFA family members. If that isn't changing the world, ladies and gentlemen, I don't know what is. Lift up your cups. Let's have our first slurp of the evening. Here we go. Mm -mm -mm. Let's do this, ladies and gentlemen. More than 60. We'll get to the election stuff. Don't worry. We're going to be talking about it all night long. But right now, we got to talk about this. Because more than 60 conservatives are calling on the GOP that don't run the party anymore, and they know it. More than 60 conservatives are calling on the GOP lawmakers to delay their leadership vote this week. I wonder why. I wonder why they would ask, be asking that. Now, a lot of people want me to get into this Marjorie Taylor Greene stuff and what she said on The War Room about um, supporting Kevin McCarthy. We'll get into that, but I think you know my answer to that. I've said it very clear, very, very a lot, actually. Quote, we strongly urge both houses of Congress to postpone the formal leadership elections until after the December 6th runoff in Georgia and all election results are fully decided. The letter reads, more than 60 conservatives signed a letter Monday written to the GOP lawmakers asking for a delay in the GOP leadership elections. As of now, the GOP, House GOP leadership election is expected to take place tomorrow and the Senate GOP election on Wednesday. Wonder why Trump said he would do that thing tomorrow. Anyway, the Republican Party needs leaders 
who will confidently and skillfully present a persuasive, coherent vision of who we are, what we stand for, and what we will do. Many current elections are still undecided. Not really. They're just not in. They're holding them. There should be no rushed leadership elections, one conservative wrote. Conservative members of the House and Senate have both called for the leadership elections to be delayed, and they strongly urge that in the fairness of we're, uh, Herschel Walker, I guess, and whatever, and other elections that are waiting to be called. Look, um, I'm, how do I want to say this? I want to be a patient man. I want all of you to be patient, and actually, God actually calls for a time for patience. I'm going to say, I'm going to kind of uh, echo the words of Joe Biden one day. Our patience is wearing thin. I am done waiting. I'm done sitting on my hands. Not, not us here at the LFA family, but I'm talking about as a party. And as, and, 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 and as leadership and hopeful leaderships, leadership roles in this party. We, the people, the MAGA people, the ones that control this party now, the ones that will hold it hostage and let every Democrat in the world win as long as you rhinos are in place. Trust me, call the bluff. We're not going to do this. We're not going back to those days. Those days are over. Trump changed those days forever. We are done waiting. I want you in the comment thread right now to let me know, would you like to wait and hold off on the vote or would you like to move forward? Now, I want you to think very, I want you to have a calculated uh, thought process here on how you're, how you're going to answer this because I know we all just want something and we want it now. But you have to understand why you would want to wait and why you wouldn't want to wait. I just want to know where we are as a family, okay? Do we delay or do we move forward? Now, here's a good way, here's a good reason to delay. The good reasons to delay is I want to hear what President Trump has to say tomorrow night. I also want these races officially called so the right people are in the right places in order to do the vote. Here's why I don't want to delay. Because I am sick of sitting back and waiting for something to happen. I want to see something happen, and I want to see somebody stand up and be strong and take the bull by the horns and grab it. So, personally, I, want to, I don't want to wait. My personal flesh says, don't wait. But the reality of waiting is so that we can make sure that Kevin McCarthy does not become the Speaker of the House ever, ever again. So what I see is a split between the family. And this is okay to be split on. Actually, it's okay to be split on everything. But I want to lay out why we would wait and why we wouldn't wait, okay? And I think those are the two biggest reasons uh, that, for me anyway, I think we should wait not until races are done. I think we should only wait until we hear from President Donald J. Trump. That's my personal and professional compromise. We should wait one day until we hear what the leader of this party, Donald J. Trump, has to announce tomorrow because nobody really knows what it is. So I do not agree with delaying until December 6th, but I do agree with delaying at least 24 hours. Maybe, maybe, maybe until the rest of these races are called, but who knows when that's going to be. Now, if we had a date, if they said, look, all of these races are going to finally be 100% called on Friday, okay? Then I would say wait until Friday. Because I want these votes to be done, all these races to be done before we get anybody in charge prematurely. So again, I don't want to confuse you. The flesh and the individual, Jeremy Harrell, wants to get things done and wants to get things done now. However, it is 
probably smarter for us as a new party, because we are a new party, the MAGA party is a new Republican party, to wait and take our cues from the leader of the party, whether you like it or not, Donald J. Trump. That's my personal opinion, but the story is that 60 conservatives are asking lawmakers to wait. So let's just keep it going from there and we'll move on. I want to go to Colorado real quick because amazingly enough, Lauren Boebert's race has still not been called. How is that possible? How is it possible that Lauren Boebert's race has still not been called, ladies and gentlemen? I'm looking at it right now. She has been sitting at 1,000 or 162,040 votes, 50.2% of the vote to Adam uh, Frisch's 49.9 or 49.8% of the vote now for days. And they have had 99% reporting for days, for days. Doesn't it seem like to you they're doing the same thing they're doing to Carrie Lake if they already know the outcome, right? Because how is it that you got 99% of the vote in if you can't get 1% of the vote in? Think about that. Think about that. How is it possible that you can't get 1% of the vote in in a week, but you got 99% in in three days? That doesn't make any sense to me. So, ladies and gentlemen, Lauren Boebert's still sitting there, and they're not calling anything, and you have to understand why. Again, there's two reasons and two reasons only. It's because they're trying to diminish. It's the art of the war thing that Wendy Rogers said in the beginning, or they're waiting for more ballots to come in. One way or another, that's where she's sitting. Somebody asked me to report on that. There you go. There you go. Oh, by the way, before I go any further, somebody in the lower chat, in the lower chat, you know how you can, people that aren't in the uh, live chat, they're in the lower chat below. Somebody in today's video said to me, Jeremy says whatever he has to say to keep people strung along. So, he bl- so he'll, he'll leave it on God to keep people there. But that's pretty much it. You know what my answer was to that? If I said whatever I had to say to keep an audience and to keep people strung along, then I would go into a full-blown Q narrative and I'd have 10,000 people watching every second of every day. I would go full-blown Q. I'm not saying whether Q is right or real or fake, but I'm just saying that's what people flock to. So if I wanted to keep actual people here and did it only to keep people around, then I would go that way because I've done that before and the, video and, the, and, the, and, the, and the people come flocking in, flocking in. So I just thought that was funny. And uh, continue, if you're not in the live chat, I encourage you to, to get a, a profile here on Rumble so that you can be in the live chat. But if you can't, then make sure you continue to keep putting stuff in the, in the, uh, in the lower section and we'll go down there as much as we possibly can. Bobert is one. They need to stop, said S. Marvel. Amen. Amen. Let's pop up this chat real quick again so we can see what everybody's saying here. Um, There we go. That person who said that is a troll. Actually, they're here all the time. (laughs) X22 has 250,000 views. Oh, no, that's so wrong, Jeremy. Jeremy only tells the truth. We love you. Don't let anybody upset you. I'm not letting him upset me. I'm just showing you. Um, Don't worry about him. No no problem. Corn pop in the house? Uh, I fully, hold on. I like stringing popcorn together. <laughs> I'm 100% behind you. Oh, that's nice to know, man. Good to see you. Thank you so much. T. Mitchell is in the building. Q is real. Well, there you go. I didn't say whether it was or whether it wasn't. I did say if I wanted to get all the audience, I'd go full-blown Q. So there you go. Uh, Jeff Sessions is Q. There you go. Everybody's Q. You're Q. I'm Q. We're all Q, right? If Trump announces this early, 
the then the RNC gives for campaigning cannot be accessed. Finances, laws, it's too early, okay? See, I'm just, I like to keep this chat up. Now, I know this chat goes fast, ladies and gentlemen, but I do like to pop it up. Again, I thank you for the Rumble Rants that came in this morning and today. Now, we're going to keep going. Remember just a few weeks ago, I'd like to do a flashback here if I could. I'd like to do a flashback. Remember just a few weeks ago, ladies and gentlemen, when Fox 10 in Arizona actually called the race? I believe it was what? Maybe three weeks ago? It was on, uh, there we go, uh, on Thursday, October 27th. There you go. Thursday, October 27th. Look at that. Who started their Who started their greens? Karen. Karen started her failed greens today. That's awesome, Karen. Thank you for the donation. Thursday, October 27th, less than two weeks before the midterm election, Arizona Fox's 10 channel aired them, you know, those results, those test results on the upcoming gubernatorial election. Funny thing about that is it had Katie Hobbs winning by seven points, even though Katie Hobbs across the board in Arizona with every poll, Democrat leaning or Republican leaning, okay? With every single poll, she, she was averaged up 11 points, but yet they had Katie Hobbs winning by seven points. That's an 18-point swing. And of course, we all jumped on top of that, right? We all jumped on top of that. Today, nearly a week after the polls closed in Arizona, election officials are still counting ballots, even though Wendy has already told you they're actually done counting them. And after only a 17% Democrat turnout on election day, Katie Hobbs is miraculously winning the votes in Maricopa County. But I just wanted to go back and I wanted to highlight that day that they had her winning by seven points, even though she was down everywhere by 11 points. That was an average. That was an average. All right. I just wanted to go back to that day. Okay. Somebody said, wow, look at the rumbles. Yeah, that look at the rumbles. We already have almost 1,100 rumbles. That's crazy. Somebody said Fire Stick is not working. I apologize. I don't know why. Please continue, folks, if you're just joining in, like and rumble and share. We'd appreciate it. Now, here is where this show, here's why this show is important, okay? Here is why this show is important. And I'm not saying other shows aren't important, because they are. But here's why. Because if you want to be on the battlefield in Arizona, and you want to be proactive, ladies and gentlemen, I want you to look in the description of this video right now. I want you to see a link, because I'm going to show you what that link is here in just a second. Carrie Lake and every Arizona um, official that actually stands for something in the world wants you to go and check the status of your ballot right now, and you only have until Wednesday to cure the ballots. Now, from what I understand, they're doing this in Colorado as well. All right? I want to read this to you, and then I want to show you this website. Okay? Some Arizona voters must cure their ballots and ensure that it gets counted by the deadline of Wednesday. Listen, Arizona. And anybody who has family that lives in Arizona, please take this link and send it to them and have them watch this portion right now. Okay, I'll take a drink of coffee while you do that, and I'll even help you out and put the link in the thread, not only in the live chat, but I'll also put it in the lower chat as well for people down there. It's going in right now, okay? That's the link to this video. So people in Arizona, if you know somebody there, they can jump in right now. Arizona votes have been kicked back, okay? And were not counted due to issues related to signature verification, This needs to be corrected by Wednesday by checking the status of your ballot. Now, I've put the link to where you can check the status of your ballot in the description of this video so that you can go get it right now, okay? Tyler Boyer tweeted this information yesterday. Carrie Lake tweeted it out again today. 
So I want to take you there now and show you what this website looks like for when you go there that you understand what you have to do and it looks familiar to you. Here it is. It is recorder.maricopa.gov slash elections slash be ballot ready slash. Okay. Again, this right here, this link is in the description of this video. All you have to do is go there if you live in Arizona or if you have friends who live in Arizona. Maricopa County Voter Dashboard. Right here is where you check your status. There you go. Step one, date of birth. Step two, last name. Step three, or I mean not step, I should say. The next thing is home address. Step two, last four digits of your social security number. And there's your driver's license number. And that will open up your dashboard. Okay? Prefer not to sign in. Find election resources at 602 506-1511, and you can call them there. So there you go, ladies and gentlemen. This is one great thing about Arizona, all right? And I know other states do this too. But again, if you live in Arizona, that is your cue right there to get involved, okay? To get involved and get involved now. Um, I want to take a quick uh, break and and, and go highlight one of our sponsors. And I also want to see if Ben Berkwam is ready to come on because he's on the ground there now. But before I do that, ladies and gentlemen, covidtaxrelief.org, covidtaxrelief.org, Roxanne, who's in this chat right now, she did this because she had a business where she had W-2 employees, and she had a business that was either forced to shut down or stayed open during the, co- during, uh, the COVID pandemic. She's eligible for, what was it, Roxanne, 60000 60000 plus? Uh, another friend of mine just did this. He's eligible for 64000 And I know somebody who has 200 employees who was eligible for $5.2 million. It's not a loan. All of this money is going to you through the CARES Act, whether you like it or not. I hated the CARES Act, but it passed. So there's money for you. Again, if you had a business during COVID, if they shut you down during COVID, if you had a 501c3 during COVID, if you had a church during COVID and you had W-2 employees at all, whether they shut you down or whether they didn't, you are eligible for up to $26,000 per employee, covidtaxrelief.org, and I did put that link in the description today. It wasn't in there before, but it is in there now. And there's 500 businesses on the American Strong Companies tab on jeremyherald.com, and a lot of those people are going and utilizing this, folks. Go get that money, or else it's going to go to the leather thong-wearing weirdo in Ukraine, okay? Um... Ben Berkwam said, right now, it's not looking good. Okay, let me know. All right, so we're going to keep Ben on hold there. I don't think Mark can come in either. All right, we can't. So, well, since Ben can't come in, I do want to talk about tomorrow real quick. Uh, just uh, Antonio Sabato Jr., who's got a show here on LFA TV at 9 a.m. It's called It's My Turn. Now, you guys all know that Antonio Sabato Jr. was one of the very first Cancel culture victims, okay? You had your Alex Jones, you had your Milo Yiannopoulos's, uh, and others who came out and supported President Trump, and they got canceled in some way, shape, or form. Now, Antonio Sabato Jr. came out, and he was Hollywood, right? Everybody knows him. He was soap operas. He was this. He was that. He was on movies like God's Not Dead movies. He's all over pure flicks. Very popular guy, very popular actor. He's been in Hollywood his whole life for a lot of years anyway, 30 years or whatever it was, and he came out in support of Trump. And when he did so, President Trump asked him to speak at the Republican National Convention. He did so. When he came home, he was told, 
You're you're I'm not your agent anymore. He was told you don't got any you don't got any jobs, no movie roles. Screw you, you're done. You're not going to be in Hollywood anymore. That is what he had to go through. And ladies and gentlemen, he has never wavered from President Donald J Trump. My friend Antonio Sabato Jr. Today, Antonio Sabato Jr. got an invite to Mar-a-Lago tomorrow. So LFA TV will be and have a presence at Mar-a-Lago tomorrow for this special announcement at 9 p.m. from President Donald J. Trump. I would like to say congratulations to Antonio Sabato Jr. I would like to say, my friend, thank you very much for uh, representing LFA TV uh, wherever you go. It's very, very humbling uh, to know that President Trump not only knows about LFA TV, but that he invited Antonio to go there. Uh, I just want to say thank you very, very much um, to the president and to the people uh, who, who are in charge of inviting a crowd that they did not forget um, Antonio after he stood up for President Trump. And it's been really nice. And Scott Bayo, Scott Bayo as well? Good. That's good. You should be getting him to do a show on LFA TV. Yeah, I never really thought about that. I never really thought about that. So we will have a presence tomorrow there. And I just want to say thank you to, the, to President Trump and his team uh, for having us go. Thank you very much. Um, can we change it to the 9 a.m.? Yeah, I know. Wouldn't that be nice? Wouldn't that be nice if he could actually go on his show? So congratulations to Antonio. Okay, we're going to move on. We've got great news coming out of Lee Zeldin's camp. Okay, as you guys know, I titled today's show, Three More New York Seats Flip Red. Did you guys see a map of New York, by the way? A map of New York right now is crazy. It's more red than the map of the United States when you see a big red wave, okay? New York went so red that most people don't even understand how red New York actually went outside of these big, you know, uh, li- liberal and Democrat strongholds like the city and stuff like that. But Lee Zeldin took care of business so much on midterm election night, ladies and gentlemen, that he has been taking calls all day today and all through the weekend about replacing hapless and hopeless Ronna McDaniel, the clown of the RNC, after she blew two landslide elections, and it shows that Lee Zeldin was actually able to win elections in unwinnable territories in the great state of New York. Can you imagine RNC chairman Lee Zeldin replacing that loser Ronna McDaniel? Go ahead and cue the music. I'm a loser. I'm a loser, and I'm not what I appear to be. Yeah, the map of New York right now looks so red. It's not funny outside, again, of these those strongholds. They got those big, big, huge. Uh, I signed a petition for Lee to be RNC chair, said Dawn. God bless you. Great. That is awesome. I'll tell you what. Zeldin should be governor. I'm, I'm, I'm pretty convinced he won as well. But ladies and gentlemen, at the very least, if we can get him at the head of the RNC to replace that hopeless sack of potatoes, uh, Ronna McDaniel, that would be a blessing. And I would thank, I mean, I'm thanking God right now that he's taking calls. Okay. I'm, 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 I'm so glad that he's even taking calls from it. Um, Where did you find the petition? Lee Zeldin, head of RNC, would be a great choice. Do you know how big that would be? Especially for Trump as well? Uh, how red is it? Ha, ha, ha. Well, if you look at a map, <laughs> how red is it? I got you. I got you. I got you. Um, they are actively trying to destroy MAGA like the Tea Party. Yes, they are. But the problem is the Tea Party, Tea Party did not have near the amount of uh, movement as MAGA has. Show Jeremy how much you appreciate to keep him up on the leaderboard. Press that plus sign, that thumbs up, or that boxing glove. Amen. Thank you very much. 
Thank you very much. I appreciate that. All right. So that's great news coming out of the RNC or out of uh, uh, Lee Zeldin's camp. Wonderful news. I want to move on to this real quick. A lot of people aren't hearing about this because of everything that's going on in the news. But did you guys know that Joe Biden's administration, and I never say Joe Biden did it because he doesn't even know the difference between number one and number two. Did you guys know that the Biden administration declassified Bush and Cheney post 9-11 documents literally a day after the midterms were held? An extremely busy day in the news cycle. Crazy, right? Isn't that funny? Big stories that might have otherwise been on the front page often fail behind news updates regarding elections. And, and I will say this. If you did not get a chance to watch our election coverage, please go back and watch it because we had 100,000 views of our election coverage that night on Rumble. On Rumble. Pretty amazing. Big shout out to the Roku Fire Stick and the app. People that have the app as well, LFA TV. Uh, you can get the app on Apple and Google. But anyway, the Biden administration clearly has knowledge of this and decided to declassify George W. Bush and Vice President Dick Cheney's Oval Office joint interview regarding the 9-11 terrorist attacks one day after the election. The interview that occurred in the Oval Office was conducted by the 9-11 Commission and was released by the Interagency Security Classification Appeals Panel. There is no bombshell revelation within the newly declassified documents, but it does offer insight. Detail, uh, insightful details regarding Bush and Cheney's moves after the attack took place. One interesting detail released through the documents is that Cheney took more command than what the general public knew at that time. Well, we all knew that. We knew Cheney was running things. I mean, you, you, he shot people in the face and, 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 and had Liz Cheney running around out there like a gremlin. Cheney was empowered to effectively take command authority that morning. George Bush said he was pressured to get on Air Force One, so he made some real quick remarks and blasted out of there. Cheney, he recalled, urged him, don't come home. <laughs> uh, don't come home or I'll shoot you in the face, George. Uh, <laughs> all right. I'll, uh, I'll, uh, I'll, 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 I'll walk myself to the plane and, uh, <laughs> and I will jettify myself home. If you know what I'm saying? You know, he always had those, uh, you know, Joe Biden doesn't know words at all. And George Bush made up words that don't exist. Kind of like true international depression. Anyway, he said, don't come home. Basically, I'm handling this from here on out. And you want us to have sympathy for Dick Cheney when Liz Cheney, Miss Piggy, the yellow Teletubby, was running those commercials with Dick Cheney, who looked like mummy, who looked like a mummy in a cowboy hat. Oh, Donald Trump is, is a democracy. He's a denier of elections. And I will sue you in the face if you say anything else. Shut up, Dick Cheney. That is not BDE. That is not. Big Dick Cheney energy. That is low DE. That's LDE. That is low Dick Cheney energy. Like, oh, come on. <laughs> the worst part about it all, ladies and gentlemen, is uh, yeah, we knew it. We knew it. We knew it. Yeah, I get it. Social media really wasn't the biggest thing back then. We couldn't really jump over it, all over it like we are today. I get it. I get it. But I'd like to take a look back and to see how long this party's been screwed up. That's why I talked about this today. Because look how long the Republican Party has been screwed up. And I could say there was a lot of screwed up things in Reagan's Republican Party, too. The reason why Donald Trump gets called the best president in our lifetime is because of the way he ran the Republican Party. Nobody had ever done that before. Not even Reagan. Reagan had more support from both parties because Reagan knew how to reach across the aisle. And back then, it wasn't as split as it, as it is today. Okay? People are saying 9-11 was... Let's, let's throw... Hey, can we put the chat up on there? People are saying 9-11 was an inside job. You know what? I will agree with you 10,000%, but we're not going to get into that today. 
We're not going to get into that. I love Jeremy's Bush impression. <laughs> GOP is no longer the GOP. It's the MAGA party now. Amen. Amen. Both of them are losers. Go ahead. Let's, well, let's play the song while we're watching the chat. I'm a loser. I'm a loser. And I'm not what I appear to be. Well, ladies and gentlemen, there it is right there. Uh, but yeah, the, the, the party has been screwed up for a very, 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 very long time. George Bush didn't even know. I mean, come on. There's George Bush, right? Anyway, let's... Uh, <laughs> uh, I do want to uh, take an opportunity here right now to uh, give some love to another one of our sponsors. You know what I love about our sponsors, guys? Look, we used to not have to have them before Biden, okay? We had enough donors to facilitate running life from America the way we always wanted to run it. Employee owned and employee ran, right? It wasn't the case. We couldn't do it forever. We just couldn't. So we had to take on some sponsors. But what's great about our sponsors, ladies and gentlemen, is they actually know our content, they love it, and they still sponsor us. That's why we are cancel culture free. And they are mostly patriotic companies. Actually, I'd say they're all patriotic if they're sponsoring us. Ladies and gentlemen, go to fourpatriots.com right now. You'll get $500 off. If you go to 4 slash LFA, you get $500 off the Patriot Power Generator, Solar Power Generator. All you need is, the, is just to rely on the sun to come up. And if you can rely on God that the sun will come up, you don't need to plug it in. You don't need gas. You don't need anything. You just need the power of God. And you look at that, wearing the armor of God, and you get the power of God from the sun for your Patriot Power Generator. But not only that, folks, if that's too expensive for you, there are a lot of other things that you can use the promo code LFA for, like the little power sidekick and these things right here. Hey, Eli, there's a box on my desk out there or uh, where I sit and uh, do work with the computer there. Yeah, there's a little blue box there. Do you want to bring that to me? I want to show that. Yeah, that. I want to show everybody this. Check this out. These are your Patriot Power Cells. Look how big, this is what, how they, they're like the size of a cell phone, okay? These are external batteries that you can use that are all solar powered. You don't have to plug these in. So you can actually give, you know, your cell phone a charge or whatever. So these things are on there too, and you can use the promo code LFA and get 10%, or no, is it 15% off? Maybe 10% off. Either way, ladies and gentlemen, you get a percentage off. So <laughs> Jeremy, will you be addressing the money laundering thing in Ukraine by the CEO? Yes, I will actually, but not today. Because everybody else in the world is addressing that and everybody's saying the same thing and I want to wait a day or two and I want to see what unfolds out of this. And I want to see how fast it gets buried and I want to revive it. So I'm keeping my eye on it. Don't worry. All right. Facebook, we know fired 11,000 employees. That's part of draining the swamp. Then right after that, Twitter just fired 80% of their work staff under Elon Musk for roughly 4,400 people. So between Facebook and between Twitter, we're up to about 15,000 people that have just lost their jobs. And now, ladies and gentlemen, Amazon has announced that they are firing 10,000 employees as early as this week. 10,000 employees as early as this week. That is a total of just under 25,000 big tech scumbag businesses that are firing Americans. Now, I'm not happy that Americans are losing their job. But what I am saying is, hey, at least they're losing it in a time where help wanted signs are literally everywhere. They're going to be able to get a job somewhere. So I don't have too bad of a feeling for them. And I know most of the people that work at these places are not representative of these places. I know that they're not ambassadors of what these places do. They're just looking for jobs. And for those people, I do feel sorry. 
But as a whole, as a company, I'm very, very much enjoying watching Bed Bath & Beyond go bankrupt. I'm very much enjoying watching these companies that went woke go broke. I'm very much enjoying watching Rumble um, rise up with uh, new content creators every day leaving YouTube. I'm very happy that Amazon is firing 10,000 employees. There's plenty of jobs out there. Go get one, okay? Maybe you chose the wrong company to work for. Maybe it was the only company there to work for. I get it. And I'm not being, I, I, I'm, I'm not being not sympathetic or not empathetic. I'm just saying, as far as drain the swamp goes, these companies need to go down. They need to go down. So people are wondering, why are they firing this much? 25,000 employees between the three. Why are they? Fi- it's a Biden economy. It's the same reason why we have to have sponsors here. They cannot afford it anymore. Their overhead is too high in this Biden economy. They can't do it anymore. So they went woke and they went broke. But they're not the only people going woke. Ladies and gentlemen, our men's soccer team have just redesigned their logo ahead of the World Cup in Qatar, of all places in Qatar. They redesigned, our U.S. men's soccer team redesigned their logo to show the LGBTQ flag. Can we pull this up? There it is. Look at that. Look at that disgrace. Look at that. Not that soccer is that big of a sport here in the United States, but it is over there. And yes, Tommy, Disney's doing that too. There it is. There was the traditional U.S. men's cup team. And here's the new one. As we go to Qatar, ladies and gentlemen, talk about going woke. All these sports are going woke too. And guess what? They're losing money as well too. So just keep going, keep natural selection, just keep hanging yourself, and we'll keep uh, not spending money with you, you morons. Unbelievable. Costco, too, you're right. The United States men's national soccer team redesigned its crest with the gay pride rainbow stripes ahead of the World Cup in Qatar in an effort to show solidarity with the LGBTQIA pedo plus community. Earlier this year, they announced a partnership with the You Can Play Project for the fourth consecutive year to support LGBTQ+, pedo plus. You can play. Of course they can play. They've got legs and a brain. Nobody, nobody bars somebody from playing a sport because they happen to be gay, idiots. And di- somebody said Disney's firing 10,000 too. That is true. As part of its One Nation social responsibility platform to provoke, promote diversity, equity, and inclusion, those three stupid words, U.S. Soccer, with support from Volkswagen, will partner with You Can Play Project for the fourth consecutive year to celebrate LGBTQ Pedo Plus Pride Month. By the way, there is no more Pride Month. No, no, it's Pro-Life Month now. You didn't get the word? You didn't get the memo? No, no, Roe v. Wade was overturned in your stupid little Pride Month. So your dumb little Pride Month is now Pro-Life Month. Get it through your thick skulls. Anyway, the U.S. men's soccer team has gone woke, so hopefully they go broke as well. Okay? Galvin, uh, Galvinate, Galvinter says, good thing I'm not tuning into sports. Amen. Amen. Hold on a second real quick here. I'm just keeping updates, ladies and gentlemen, with what's going on in Arizona. Hold on. Hold on. Um, 160,000 votes left to count. Carrie's still down by 24,000 votes on the books. She needs... 60% of the votes coming in to win. No question about it, though. There is fraud in this one very, very badly. That's the latest update that I just got. So again, folks, if you're, if you're wanting a, a real-time update from inside, 160,000 votes left to count. Obviously, they, they're not counting them, but to release, I should say, the, the results. Carry down by 24,000 votes needs 60% to win. So there's your update. 
and I'm trying to trying to do a lot here to keep everybody updated. So anyway, let's go to the chat. Let's go to the live chat real quick. Let's break that back in here. I like I like to show the live chat. Um, here we go. Amazon let the USPS deliver their boxes, and the only ones they get paid now is CEOs, not the real rule, not the rule delivery. Amen. I can't help but wonder why Walt Disney would think of how is a magical world turned into, says Texas Deb. Amen. I hear she's down 40,000, said Scotty. Uh, LFA producer says 1,370 rumbles. That's it? Come on, we can do better than that. If you're just joining in, please like the video. It's a little plus sign below or maybe the boxing glove, maybe a thumbs up. But whatever it is on your program to like it. The Qataris might throw them off the high rise. That's what I thought, Joey Poop Pants. That's what I thought, man. That's what I thought. Disney is also letting people go. Yes, that's true. Did Dems win the Senate? Well, they didn't win the Senate. There, it'll be a, it'll be a split tie uh, for if if Herschel wins. If Herschel wins, it'll be a it'll be a, a split tie. But I do not believe Blake Masters is conceded, and I do not believe Adam Laxalt has conceded. So really, no. The only people who've called it is the mainstream media. Satan is taking over, says Cat Lady. Disgusting fraud in Arizona. Who'd have thought? Disgusting. Amen. Denise9904 said there's no way that she... Okay, so so what I'm doing here... Oh, oh, we don't want to go there. There's the chat. There it is back again. All right, let's pull the chat off. All right, here we go. Let's move on. We've got a lot more to cover here. Uh, Governor Greg Abbott. Thank, oh, thank you, Miranda Dolan. God bless you. Governor Greg Abbott. Thank the Lord, Beta Male, beta male O'Rourke. Uh, thank the good Lord that Beta Male O'Rourke didn't win there by cheating, right? Matter of fact, do we have a... I don't know if I've got a dumb dumb here. Let's hey, let's go ahead and let's just give Beta Male O'Rourke the dumb dumb of the wet day, even though that he's not even like politically alive anymore. Let's go ahead and give uh, Beta Male O'Rourke the dumb dumb of the day, just because he's a dumb dumb. How about that? Come on, man. <laughs> we did it. We did it, Joe. There we go. Dumb dumb award of the day goes to Beta Male O'Rourke just because he's an idiot. And this story doesn't even have anything to do with him. That just that goes to show how much of a loser he is. Anyway, Governor Greg Abbott just announced the 300th migrant bus sent from Texas to once again Chicago. <laughs> <laughs> oh, I bet Lori Lightfoot absolutely hates that, ladies and gentlemen. Let's get into this story. I love the fact that Abbott is doing this. I mean, I'd love the fact, I would love it even more if he would just declare a southern border invasion and deal with it that way. But I don't hate to see, I don't hate to see Lori Lightfoot get upset. But anyway, Abbott announced the 300th migrant bus sent from Chicago, sent to Chicago from Texas. Um amid record numbers of illegal aliens entering the United States uh, from the country's southern border. The 300th Texas bus of migrants just left to Chicago, he said late last week. As Biden does nothing, Texas will continue taking unprecedented action. Well, if you, okay, hold on, stop. Whoa, back up, back it up, back it up. If you are taking unprecedented action, let's be real, Governor Greg Abbott, and please accept the invite to come on my show. I know that you've not accepted my invite. Dan Crenshaw won't accept my invite. Nobody will come on the show because they know better, right? But if you were to do unprecedented uh, action, then you would declare the southern border an invasion. Let's just call a spade a spade. But I am glad that he's sending them to Lori Lightfoot because she's absolutely losing her mind. Her eyes are bugging out more and more and more and more and more. She's becoming more and more of a loser. And ladies and gentlemen, every time I see... Um, Mayor Lori Lightfoot, the only thing that I, where's that, uh, 
<laughs> I have, there it is, right there. This is what I think. Cocaine is a hell of a drug. <laughs> yes, it is. <laughs> you really need to lose her voice. Oh, you mean uh, the the governor or the, the mayor there? Yeah, if that's what you're talking about. Yeah, I agree. I agree. Um, all right, folks, here we go. This is what I titled today's show. Three more New York House seats just flipped red. And we now have, at least prior to the show starting, 215 Democrat, uh, 215 Republicans now have the House and only 201 Democrats. That means there's 19 seats remain to be undecided, okay? So that would mean that in order for the Democrats to win the House, they would have to get 17 seats, and we only need three. And we're flipping seats left and right let me get, let me break down. Um, can we get these? I want to get these people's pictures up on the screen. I didn't have this set up. Let's get the, uh, let's get the people who flipped up, up on the screen so we can show who they are. That'll be good enough. All right. Here's the, here's the three people that have just flipped the seat from blue to red, ladies and gentlemen, in the great state of New York. Let's bring that up now. New York 19, House uh, winner Mark Molinero flipped from blue to red. Another big flip, ladies and gentlemen. Flip from blue to red. Big, big, big flip there in New York District 19. Let's now pull up New York District 4 as we've got Anthony D'Esposito flipping from blue to red. Congratulations to Anthony D'Esposito. I absolutely love it. Good Shepherd uh, follower says, flipping seats like Jesus flipped tables. Amen. Amen, ladies and gentlemen. All right, let's go to the last one here in New York. It is uh, going to New York District number 22. And a big congratulations to House winner Brandon Williams flipping the seat from blue to red. Again, ladies and gentlemen, we are now at 215. And do not forget... If you're just joining in, I want to show you what I opened up the show with today, and that is resident corn pop, resident Biden, saying they will not have enough votes in the House after these midterms to codify Roe v. Wade. Let's go back to this one more time for the people who weren't here in the beginning. I don't think they can expect much of anything other than we're going to maintain our positions. I'm not going to get into more questions. I shouldn't even answer your question. Yeah, you shouldn't no, answer no, that no, question. No, no, I don't think I, I, I don't think there's enough votes to codify unless something happens unusual in the House. I think we're going to get very close in the House, but I don't I think it's going to be very close, but I don't think we're going to make it. Thank All right, you. thank you. Well, there you go, ladies and gentlemen. There you go. There you go. Somebody asked, by the way, if I conceded my race. Uh, no. <laughs> I'll never concede, even if I knew I lost. No, I'm not kidding. If I knew I lost, I, I knew that there was, I knew from the day of the night of the election that there would be a possible recount. Um, and there is going to be one. So I just wait. Just like I'm waiting on this big thing with Ukraine and all this laundering. I'm just waiting. A, I'm just waiting a day or two. That's all. I'm waiting because I'm actually talking to people on that one. But, uh, yes, no, I did not concede. But it's nice to see that we're at 215 and they're at 201. They need 17 seats. We need three. You watch what's going to happen. I would love it if Lauren Boebert became number 218. If Lauren Boebert becomes number 218, I would absolutely love it, ladies and gentlemen. Wouldn't you? Wouldn't you? But that would, be, that would, that would, that would stop the bleeding right there. 
Okay, that would stop the bleeding right there and all of our investigations move forward. And we gear them up by the time we're done investigating and subpoenaing and putting out indictments and all this, that, and the other. After we're done doing all that, then 2024, we take the house and we take everything else back because we've got a strategy, strategy for 2024 with these ballots. Right, loud majority? Right, President Trump? We're going to play the ballot game. We're going to play the ballot game, and the minute we beat them at the ballot game will be the second that the ballots will never be an issue ever, ever, ever again. And I hope Black Salt doesn't concede either. It's going to happen. It's all going to happen. Now, ladies and gentlemen, before we get to President Trump and what he said about tomorrow, let's do one more quick, uh, let's do one more quick uh, highlight of one of our sponsors because we have a total of seven sponsors. Again, those seven sponsors only make up about 30% of what LFA needs, and you guys make up the other 70. So don't, uh, don't ever get it twisted. We always need your help. But EnviroCleanse, ladies and gentlemen, EnviroCleanse, EnviroCleanse, I couldn't say it anymore, EnviroCleanse, especially right now when kids are walking candy germ machines, okay? They're just germs everywhere. People are getting sick everywhere, not COVID, you know, regular sick, right? Regular sick. Um... <laughs> EnviroCleanse.com is actually the, the thing you're going to need in your home, okay? It kills 80, 85% of all uh, airborne illnesses and diseases and sicknesses. It takes any dust particle you have in your house. You, you'll be asking for dust actually you, after you put an EnviroCleanse in your home. You'll be asking for dust, ladies and gentlemen. But anyway, go to EnviroCleanse.com. Again, the link is in the description of my video. It is the reason why the Department of Defense uses these on submarines to keep our Navy uh, members safe and, 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 and breathing fresh air. EnviroCleanse.com. Use promo code LFA. Anybody in the chat will be able to vouch. Okay, Trump's promise and then we'll end. I want to go and I want to show you what President Donald J. Trump said on truth. Let's go there now. Here we go. Hopefully, tomorrow will turn out to be one of the most important days in the history of our country. Let me repeat. Hopefully, tomorrow will turn out to be one of the most important days in the history of our country. Thank you, Amanda Collins. God bless you. I just saw that you sent my wife candy. Ladies and gentlemen, what is Trump saying here? Do you honestly believe that President Trump is telling you that hopefully tomorrow will turn out to be one of the most important days in the history of our country, if he's just going to say, I'm running for president. He's already done that in his life. He's already come down those escalators and said, I'm running for president. So if tomorrow is hopefully going to be one of the most important days in the history of our country, what else could Donald J. Trump be coupling with his announcement that he's going to run for president? What could it be? What could it be? What could it be? I want to see what you say in the comment thread, and that's all I'm going to say about it. President Trump promises one of the most important days in the history of the United States of America. We've got George Washington. We've got Abraham Lincoln. We've got the Republicans freeing the slave. We've got the Civil Rights Movement. We've got the Civil War. We've got World War II becoming the leader of the world. And, and President Donald Trump says that tomorrow is going to be one of the most important days in history. Now, I know President Trump is a master marketer. I know President Trump is a master at TV. I get it. But do you honestly believe that President Donald J. Trump would be saying that tomorrow will be the most important day in the history of our country if he's just going to say, I'm running for president again? I don't. But I guess we'll wait and see, won't we? I don't, but I guess tomorrow will come soon enough. Uh, can I touch on MGT real quick? MTG real quick? Yes, I can. 
I've said it before and I'll say it again. And I can't be any more clear on this issue. Whoever votes for Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House, I will no longer support. And I will actually actively campaign against and ask for somebody else to be in their place the next time they, elect, they, get, they get elected. Why? Because of this. If you vote for Kevin McCarthy to be the Speaker of the House, you're doing a backroom deal. You're getting uh, on committees. You're getting a sweetheart deal somewhere. I'm not sure. I'm going to reach out to Marjorie Taylor Greene after President Trump makes his pick. Or after, unless they vote tomorrow and they don't delay the vote. And I'm going to be, I'm going to wait to see what she says. And everybody else. And whoever votes for Kevin McCarthy to be Speaker of the House will lose my support as a candidate. I'm not saying she's going to lose my friendship. I've been on the front lines with Marjorie Taylor Greene. Way back in the day, the OGs of the party, of this new Republican Party. I, st- I stood side by side with her. What am I supposed to say as a friend? No, you're not my friend anymore. But I will tell you this. I will not support somebody as a candidate or as a political uh, elected official who votes for Kevin McCarthy. And I'll stand on that word. I'll stand on that. I'm not going back on it just because a friend of mine is going to vote for him. Period. That's what I've got to say about that. Anyway, ladies and gentlemen, that's going to do it for tonight's show. I would like to encourage you to go to jeremyharrell.com. Christmas is coming, okay? I want these, I have, a, I have over a thousand Bibles out here. We've got to get these Bibles in the hands of kids. We've got to get these Bibles in the hands of adults. We've got to get these Bibles in the hands of older people who are about ready to die. Everybody in the world who needs a Bible, we've got to get it to them. And they're absolutely free. So ladies and gentlemen, go to jeremyharrell.com. Scroll to the bottom of the page. Sign up for a Bible. We'll send it to you. We'll send it to anywhere you tell us to send it to. We have many different Bibles. Put what you'd like in there and we'll do our best, okay? Do that for me today. And while you're there, sign up for the newsletter, okay? We, we need more people in our newsletter. We need 20,000 people in our newsletter. So go to jeremyharrell.com. Sign up for the newsletter. It's also on the front page. And while you're there, folks, you can check out everything else. Remember, folks, there are right ways and there are wrong ways, but there's only one Yahweh. So stand up tall and keep your shoulders back, keep your chest out, keep your head up high because you are a child of God and no weapon formed against you will ever prosper, okay? I love you guys. I'll see you tomorrow morning. Antonio Sabato Jr., the big Mar-a-Lago invitee. He'll be on at 9 a.m., loud majority at 10, Jeremy Harrell at 11, Mike Crispy at 12, and Anna Perez at 1 p.m. tomorrow Eastern time. God bless you guys. Keep your families close. Keep a smile on your face. Keep spreading that gospel. I love you. Peace. That will-